Thanks for listening to the Cascade Vineyard Church Podcast. To learn more about our community or the vineyard movement as a whole, feel free to visit our website, cascadevineyard.org. There you'll also find additional teachings, information on our various ministries, and other resources for further developing your faith. We'd love to have you join us for worship. Enjoy this message. Welcome. Good to see you guys again. I know Doug and uh, Elijah both welcomed you, but I am always blessed that you guys would, uh, those of you here as well as those of you that are uh, taking time to be with us uh, from home this morning, that you would do that, that you would take the time to worship with us. It means a tremendous amount to me personally and to Donna. Um, So before we get into the message today, I do want to, how are we doing on time? Take a look at Ephesians um, but before that, I have been compelled uh, to, to uh, take a few minutes and uh, speak a little bit about some of the events that have been taking place uh, in our country over the last couple weeks. Uh, so uh, some of you here have reached out to me and said, hey, I would like to hear your comments on this. And then I also read an article by a dear friend of mine, Um, Todd Hunter, who is uh, a former national director of the Vineyard, is now uh, a bishop in the Anglican Church. Um, And Todd wrote a a very, uh, I I felt, uh, just a powerful article. uh, And in it, he said that as Christians, we can't be silent. So I'm going to go ahead and just take a a couple minutes and comment on the events um, focusing primarily on what happened a week ago, Wednesday, on the 6th. It's a little bit difficult to share about that event uh, without looking at the big picture, because that event really is, uh, didn't happen in isolation. It's part of a larger process. I likened it under this, and, and you can take or leave the example, but if you have a zit, it, it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. And at some point you squeeze it and it pops and all the pus runs out. And I felt like uh, that was actually a, a good illustration that there was a lot of buildup and the pus ran out. So it's also difficult for me to, to, to share because this is a very complex multi-layered situation. Um, th- th- there, are, there are issues beyond the core issue. I, th- I think um, for, for example, I, I've heard any number of people, uh, commentaries over the past couple of weeks bring up the issue that um, the, the crowd that sieged the Capitol was predominantly white. If they had been black, the outcome may have been different. And I would tend to agree. Uh, so, so again, that's just an example of how multilayered and how complex this, this was. Um, I'm also aware of this, and and I I want to be sensitive to this, that there are folks who are very, very sincere believers in Jesus Christ on both ends of the spectrum, Um, both ends of the political spectrum. I have a a friend uh, that I have ministered with in the past um, many times, many, many times, 
who is, um, and, and it's funny because I, I knew him when he was not in ministry, he was a carpet cleaner, but uh, has uh, in the recent years become a very well-known prophetic voice as well as conference speaker, not only around the country, but uh, internationally as well. He, he and, and I just share this as an example of the diversity of thought among the church today. So this guy is, a, is a, again, a friend of mine. He's a very, very staunch uh, supporter of President Trump and has been using his platform as of late to communicate that uh, the, election wa- the election was, in fact, stolen, that all media is a lie. Um, he prophesied prior to the election that uh, Trump would be reelected and would win. And he was actually, this guy was himself in the Capitol on the 6th. Uh, and was prior to that summoning people to come. He did not participate in the actual siege of the Capitol. He was out in the mall actually doing ministry, but but he did call people to come there and, and was there. So again, just an illustration of the diversity of thought. Um, it, it's a, this is a very, very, very volatile and, and a divisive time in the history of our country. It's been said in the last couple of weeks that it's unprecedented, but I don't believe it's unprecedented. In my humble opinion, there have been two times before in the history of our country when uh, similar situations uh, took place. One would have been at the time of the Revolutionary War when America declared independence from England. The other would have been, of course, during the Civil War when the northern and southern states were divided over the issue of slavery. Um, so, so, so with that, let me say this. Um, I, I am not, and I've said this before in different ways, I'll repeat it today, I'm not an advocate of Christian nationalism. Um, I, I've said uh, as well that I do not hold the idea that America is a Christian nation. Um, I I understand that the vast majority of Americans somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% of people that live in the United States today self-identify as Christian. But I also understand that among those folks, there would be a wide diversity of thought as to even what that means. My guess is that if there was some way to poll everyone in the United States that self-identifies as Christian, that we would find that probably most of us here would disagree with the definition that most of those folks would would say makes you a Christian. Our, our country was founded on the principle of religious freedom. And what that means is that we should be free to worship uh, any God that we choose, regardless of whether you are uh, Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, uh, Christian, or anything else. And while I would not necessarily agree with all those ideologies, I would agree that People that hold those ideologies should have the freedom to worship as they see fit in our country. And I think that's a profound and beautiful thing because I travel to places periodically where that's not the case, where there is a state religion and you tell the line and worship as you're told. Most of our founding fathers here in the United States uh, were, were not Christians. Um, if you read uh, biographies in, in, in history, you would, you would find that many of them were, 
what we would call deists, uh, believing in God in general, sort of a, a loose, there's something bigger out there, we don't know what it is. <coughs> For example, Thomas Jefferson uh, took a Bible and uh, cut it up and cut out all the parts that he didn't like and didn't want to follow, and then kept the parts that he did like and said, I'll follow these parts. Well, some of us might think that's actually, hey, that's a good idea. We would also probably say that's not how it works. As much as we might want to follow certain parts and not follow others, uh, if I'm understanding uh, Christianity uh, correctly, we are inclined to have to follow the parts we don't like as well. So with that for context, I, I'll, I'll just say this. I, I, I was personally um, deeply, deeply, deeply disturbed at the events of January 6th. Um, Wednesday is my kind of sermon prep day, and I was home. Uh, I get updates on my phone, a little news thing, and the thing said something about riot or something at the Capitol. I don't remember what it said, but I thought, well, that's weird. So I went in the living room and turned on the TV, and at that point, uh, every station was running live stream from there. Um, Some of the, what disturbed me the most, uh, I was actually not surprised at the events themselves. I, like I said, I, I kind of felt that pressure building. What I was disturbed at as, was seeing Jesus saves flags being waved as the crowds were chanting, hang Mike Pence. There's a disconnect there in my mind. When I see a guy with zip ties that are uh, obviously intended to be used as restraints on other people, and I see people committing violence and destruction, my estimation is there's absolutely no place for that in the kingdom of God. I, I cannot believe that Jesus would um, have responded that way or, or, or that he would have condoned that behavior. And, and again, you know, if five, five people were killed. Um, in the days following, uh, our regional overseer, Rose Sweatman, some of you guys know Rose, uh, her and her husband Rich have been here and they've shared with us uh, numerous times in the past. Rose uh, posted a photo on her Instagram feed of that siege of the Capitol with the person carrying a Jesus Saves banner in the middle of the picture, and her caption said, this is what it means to take the Lord's name in vain. Uh, I, I don't know, I, I didn't see in the comments any negative pushback uh, towards her, which probably means that she deleted them. Um, but on her feed, I did not have the, I don't have the ability to delete anything, but I did comment. And the comment I posted was three words. I said, sad and tragic. Uh, I almost immediately got a comment back directed at me from a person who I don't know. And their comment was, so you think this sign is sad and tragic? Uh, I, I did not respond because I decided that I wasn't going to clog up 
Rose's feed with uh, my personal war. Um, but frankly, when I, when I see that sign in that context, and I, and I hear a video, you may have seen this as well, of a, a woman who was there saying, quote, we're going in in the name of Jesus, here we go. Um, and I see that alongside of the QAnon shaman and a guy carrying a Confederate flag. Quite frankly, that, that breaks my heart. Uh, so, 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 to summarize, I'll just, here's my perspective. Um, there's, there's no place in the kingdom of God for violence, for destruction of property, or, or for uh, physically harming other people in any form. Um, certainly not for beating a policeman over the head with an American flag or throwing a fire extinguisher at one. Quite honestly, um, I, I'm still processing uh, this whole thing and where we are. So two things I'll say uh, just to, to close this and we'll uh, try to look at Scripture. One is I, I will send out uh, to all you guys the article that Todd Hunter wrote this week. Um, if if uh, you're not on my email list and, and you would like to see that, just... Uh, email me at Glenn at Cascade Vineyard and let me know and I'll add you. But um, I thought Todd's article was excellent and very helpful. And Todd is a very, very reputable and wise uh, Christian leader who I respect deeply. Uh, he was uh, one of my mentors for many years. So I'm going to send you Todd's article because I thought it was helpful. And the other thing is that um, in the future, moving forward, I will comment on um, issues rather than specific events. Um, especially in the context of our, our regular teaching. I believe that Scripture addresses these issues. I think there will be times in the book of Ephesians when we will come across things that Paul wrote to the Ephesian church that have direct relationship to what's happening to us today. That's the way Scripture works. Uh, I would encourage you to pray. Uh, that, that's the one thing I believe we, we can and should do. Um, the election is this Wednesday. And um, I believe uh, there's every indication that it could be another day of, of uh, violence and possible destruction. So, so, so pray. Pray um, as you see fit, but, but just pray. Um, all right, there we go. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to sow into what God is doing through Cascade Vineyard, we always welcome your prayers for our church body, our communities, and our leadership. If you'd like to contribute financially, please visit cascadevineyard.org give.